All right, everyone, welcome back to Vitamin C, the Creators Podcast. We are excited for another episode with you guys today. Um, it's going to be really cool. We have some awesome guests for you guys. But to get started, we just to remind everyone, we have the Creators Showcase coming up on... Today. Yeah, it'll be today when you hear this. So make sure to come check it out. It's in the Wilkinson... Um, in the garden room and in the varsity theater. It's going to be really cool. There's going to be voting. You, uh, If you show up and you vote, then you have a chance to win AirPods Max. So if that doesn't convince you, I don't know what will. <laughs> but in other news, so we want to highlight one of the Sandbox teams. So there's Zemo, and they recently entered the Utah Entrepreneurship Challenge. Um, at the University of Utah, and they won the grand prize. They won $30,000. So that is super awesome. Zamo is doing really cool things. If you don't know what they do, Zamo is a drag and drop email design tool that enables users to embed like interactive apps right into an email. So you can like buy things and schedule things directly in email, which is you know one step that the consumer doesn't have to take. So it'll be really awesome when more people start using that, when it's out in the marketplace more. But congratulations to them. They are doing great things, and we're really excited for them. Okay, so, hey, guys, it's Allie. When you, or today, we have some special guests with us. We have our very own creators, graphic designers here to talk about kind of their journey on finding finding your passion and <laughs> and turning it into work and that whole process. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Um, hi, my name is Aspen. I am a graphic designer at BYU. <laughs> um, and I'm just in the graphic design major right now, trying to graduate. And yeah, great work. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm Kate. I'm also in the graphic design BFA here at BYU, and uh, Aspen brought me on, so we're friends in the BFA. Now we work yes. together, so it's a super good time. Couldn't have asked for anything more. True. That's yeah, awesome. We have the best time. <laughs> what a what a touching story for you guys. So, for both of you, what's like your background with design? Like, have you always loved art and design, or what drew you into it originally? Um, yeah, so I always loved just like drawing as a kid. If you asked me as like a third grader what I wanted to be when I grew up, I'd probably say like an artist. Um, my dad is a graphic designer, and so I feel like he's been a big influence in my life. And I just knew I didn't want a job where I was, you know, doing boring things. I wanted to create <laughs> cool stuff and feel like I turned like a hobby into a job type thing. So. So did you come to BYU knowing you wanted to do graphic design or did you get here and were kind of like, I like art, but I don't know how to really apply it or like what I should do? Yeah, I really wanted to do graphic design like for as long as I can remember, but it wasn't a real priority. And I also didn't know how hard it would be to get into the program here at BYU. Mm -hmm. And as a freshman, I think that was really intimidating to like find out. And so I took intro to advertising my first semester thinking that that might be a way to like have the future career I wanted but maybe an alternate route mm -hmm. but ultimately I knew like 
that's what I wanted to do and it worked out for the best. That's awesome. Aspen, let's hear your story. How you oh. <laughs> how you got to graphic design at um, the IU. It's a pretty long story involving me switching my major like six times. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, we have like opposites. Yeah, <laughs> I actually didn't know graphic design existed until like a year ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I always grew up like drawing though. I was more into like the illustration scene. Um, and then when I came to BYU, I was expecting to do like animation or illustration and then went through a lot of major switching. And then finally, I actually got hired at Creators as a graphic designer first, mm-hmm. not really knowing what that was. So I like did a lot of Google searches. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I started talking to a lot of professors to like try to figure out what I was supposed to do for like the brand when we were trying to like brand creators. And mm-hmm. then after like branding creators and learning about what it actually takes to like make graphics and like brand a business basically, mm-hmm. um, and getting a lot more exposure to startups, I realized that like graphic design would be a really good place for me to grow. Um, mostly because it's the hardest, like in my opinion for me, it's like the hardest discipline for me to learn. Mm-hmm. Illustration came a lot more naturally, so mm-hmm. I wanted to like learn graphic design to be more useful in that area. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got thrown into it like Jade Aspen's sister used to be like the hiring girl mm-hmm. here. and she knew you liked illustration and just was kind of like, I need you to help me. Is that like how it went? Yeah. Originally it was just like, I was only being hired for illustrations. Mm -hmm. And then she realized that like, I kind of had a knack for logos. Mm -hmm. So I started making all the logos for like sandboxing creators and stuff. And then it just kind of turned into like, they hired me as a graphic designer from there. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, without her basically, and without like getting this job, I probably would not have done graphic design, which is really interesting to think about. I think it's interesting, like you guys have like, yeah, like the two ends of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So how did like, I'm trying to think of like the question I want to ask from this. Actually, it's okay, (laughs) I just got this part out. (laughs) So define your personal style with within design <laughs> I mean or, with, or outside of either way <laughs> <laughs> um I think I'm still developing my style it's too early to tell just because it's only been a year mm-hmm. but I really like I think a lot of things that are similar throughout my work is I really like dynamic lines not really like lines but like dynamic shapes and things that like interact with each other so um, as a graphic designer, it's like hard for that not to influence my work, but also being like, if you need to like brand for companies and things and they're different from your personal style, you have to like curve your personal style so you can design according to like the brand, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also still being in school, we, we have to like diversify our portfolio so we can kind of please the masses rather than, rather than like narrow ourselves into like a small little box where we don't get as much work Mm -hmm. yeah but i think it's actually better that way because like learning about new styles and like kind of practicing different ones helps you to know what you like and what you don't like so for sure definitely that's really cool yeah i think it's it's interesting because obviously there's like elements and things that you both like and that you're drawn to but like a lot of times like in formal work settings you can't use it necessarily yeah Yeah, it probably comes out more in passion projects yeah what are like if you can name three like brands that have just amazing graphic design 
if, if you can't come up with three, but like, what is like your favorite graphic design out there? It, seen in like an actual product or a brand. That is a really hard question. I feel like we always spend so much time looking for ugly brands to rebrand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but let me think. Ooh, that's a good question. Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> I feel like there's a couple of magazines that are really cool. Like Kinfolk has an mm-hmm. interesting branding, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, Publication design is really satisfying when yeah. it's done well. Yeah, when it's done well, it's like super slick. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also... There's a couple of like beauty products, I feel like, and also, um, what's it called? Like clothing companies. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the grunge style. I don't do it very much, but like the grunge style is really interesting to me. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of companies out there that do that. I can't like mm-hmm. name them off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but they're really cool to look at. So. <laughs> Agreed. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for both of you, how, Obviously, you haven't been in graphic design for too long, but in your experience and from your perspective, how do you use design to make a positive impact around you and in the world as a whole? I think it's just cool, the idea of like creating something from nothing. And also, I feel like it can be, being a graphic designer can be like a personal thing because you're Mm -hmm. creating something that feels like close to you. You're kind of vulnerable in that sense that like what you make you're putting out into the world and hoping that is like accepted and loved but a lot of times it's not and you're critiqued a lot and so I feel like it just makes you like a more well-rounded person and it also helps you know how to like better be inclusive of others and like open to new styles and new ways of thinking and yeah yeah I think a lot of like there's also a lot of ethics that like are involved in graphic design like you need to make sure that you're designing to like if you're you value sustainability then you know you need to make sure that your like designs are sustainable mm-hmm. when they're hmm. printed out or like if you I don't know th- there's a lot of design that's used for like propaganda or like different advertisements like you need to make sure that if you have specific values you're like designing mm-hmm. some things that don't like conflict with those mm-hmm. values um, so that's kind of interesting, but also I think just in general, designs can make people happy. Like if you go to Trader Joe's and you look at their packaging, you're like, oh, this is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and like you want to buy everything, but also it's just yeah. like fun to look at and it's like a nice store to be in. Mm-hmm. So that's also like some of the positive impacts that yeah. packaging can have. So, or mm-hmm. packaging and design can have. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it like in those ways with sustainability and stuff and um, just like the ethics of it. Cause I mean, obviously, everything you see needs to be designed, but yeah. at least I don't think about that. Like, I don't think, oh, someone, like, is designing, like, these posters or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about propaganda. Like, mm-hmm. that's just interesting to think about. But Yeah, there's, like, a reason and a purpose behind, like, every design choice, which is yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. the color, the type, whatever it may be. And sometimes you can't have the color you want because yeah. it's, like, mm-hmm. not sustainable. <laughs> like, it doesn't work on it paper. It doesn't apply to, like, their values. Yeah. Also, you have to, like, be involved in what's going on, like, culturally. Because, like, mm-hmm. certain colors can make people, like, connect to certain things. Like, yeah. yeah Got to keep up with the trends. That's probably the most annoying part about graphic design, sure. I think. It's, like, you can't mm-hmm. be in your own little world anymore. You got to, like, go out. Yeah. But it has, like, the ability to, like, be just positive. be so nuanced but, like, make impacts. Yeah. yeah. And, like persuade people in ways you don't even think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that so 
Um, how did you take, sorry, let me see. How did you take your, like, your inherent love for art and design and turn it into, like, doing things? Like, how did you start building a portfolio? Or, like, what are some, have been some of your, like, specific personal entrepreneurial ventures? Or if you haven't had any, that's okay, too. But, like, because my understanding is that graphic design, you kind of, like, make a name and, like, put yourself out there to get work and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. what have you guys done with through your work? Um, I I think I got really lucky because I got involved in creators and then that helped me to meet a lot of people Mm -hmm. so putting yourself out there and like meeting new people and knowing what kind of projects they're doing is like really valuable for graphic designers I think Mm -hmm. which is why I love creators so much because it gives you that opportunity and then um like through creators i've been able to like do mural projects which has been very interesting Mm -hmm. um i've never done a mural before and then we just did one so that was cool and i have another mural lined up for the summer Mm -hmm. um i'm also helping dj the slot manager Mm -hmm. (laughs) um design his book right now i'm just like illustrating for him um and i've worked for like a couple of startups for their like what is it called just like, like doing illustrations branding. for their apps and things. Mm-hmm. So it can like go into a lot of different categories. Yeah. Just depending on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, Aspen's like the greatest example of like putting no. yourself out there <laughs> and like saying yes to things, even if it's scary, which I'm not as good at for <laughs> sure. But I think you'd be surprised like just by letting the people in your life know that like, hey, I am doing graphic design and I like it. Like people have side projects all the time that you wouldn't even know about and they might come and ask you for help. So I think just like social media is a great tool and like word of mouth is awesome if you want to start small for sure. Mm -hmm. And also it's cool too because you get to like understand more about people and what they like to do because they wouldn't have shared that with you. Mm -hmm. You know, like they wouldn't have shared their personal side projects with you unless they thought like it would be valuable to you or things Mm -hmm. like that. So it's like fun because you get to know people better. I think so too, like picking things that you feel passionate about is really important when you're getting started because if you have a start in something that maybe just like makes you feel sad, then you're not going to (laughs) want to continue. You don't want to feel sad. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's okay to be like picky about the things you do as well. Yeah. Yeah. So would you guys, would you consider graphic design as like an entrepreneurial thing to do? For sure. Yeah. And like there's so many people who just make a career out of doing freelance work and they're their own boss and that's just their life, you know? Yeah. That's, I think that's a lot of people's goals. Mm-hmm. I also think the principle of entrepreneurship, just like creating something out of nothing, like what Kate was saying, that's very, it applies very well to graphic design, which is why I think it's like they're basically kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just one is more like, visually focused and the other ones maybe like more product yeah business focused and you'd be shocked like if a brand is brand new but they have like beautiful packaging or whatnot like it gets a lot more traction like way faster yeah Yeah. so they're very valuable it's an important yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like along with that so graphic design is inherently entrepreneurial but how does graphic design fit into entrepreneurship does that make sense yeah like how does it fit yeah like what is graphic design's place within entrepreneurship within startups within 
I think it has a lot to do with like the brand voice. Mm -hmm. You really have to have like a brand nailed down, like your values, your mission before you start creating like design for it Mm -hmm. and something that communicates all those values well to its audience. So I think it's like the starting point of like getting it out to the people Mm -hmm. and make sure it's like getting it out in a genuine way that's gonna represent yourself well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think also we're like taught um, in our graphic design classes to really think about like the brand personality and the values like Kate was saying and once you start from that it creates a brand that's not going to just like spiral out of control mm-hmm. and with entrepreneurship like because you're starting from scratch and you're like you're like starting a whole brand new thing mm-hmm. you don't want it to like spiral out of control you People want it to like too progress. many ideas yeah ideas <laughs> and so it's like yes that's really important but like in order to create a brand that people can trust mm-hmm. and really want to like use and be valuable to whatever target audience you have mm-hmm. then you really need to like nail down like be exactly who you are and that that informs like all the visual stuff but graphic mm-hmm. design is not just visuals it's also like the brand and, like, yeah it helps the brand stay on track yeah yeah keeps it grounded what are your guys' thoughts on like rebrands like do you think they're like self-sabotage do you think like it's good to like a year down the line change the name of a brand or like completely redo it like because i know some people think like i can't do that like i'll lose my credibility or i'll like i just want to hear your guys' opinion it really is just like a case-to-case type of situation because, you know, something like, like McDonald's, like that is just iconic. And if yeah. they rebranded themselves, <laughs> that might be a big deal, you know. But mm-hmm. if you're a newer company and you don't feel like you're getting the traction you deserve and what you want and you think a rebrand could help that, then I say go for it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in the making, like you probably don't have enough, con- like not a big enough audience for it to make that big of an impact. Yeah. It mm-hmm. probably would help you in the long run to have better branding. Yeah. Like right now I'm working with Relay for their illustrations Mm -hmm. and they used to be called Tribe and then because of like, I don't know what the reason was, but they had to like switch their name and they were like already launched, I'm pretty sure. So like switching the name didn't really like impact them too much and then now they're doing like a rebrand after I think being launched for almost a year maybe. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's like really going to help them. So just like Kate said, case of case, if you are McDonald's, maybe yeah. you're <laughs> um, But like startups, yeah, for sure. And I think some it's other such a good too. opportunity too for advertising. Like if you're if you're rebranding something and you're so excited about what you're creating, you have an opportunity to do like a big campaign for it and like yeah. really yeah. get it out to the people. I and like your if your reasoning behind it is good, like we want to be true to who we yeah. are, mm-hmm. and it's not like we just want to get as many people as possible because yeah. this is a trend right now. Because you could do that with social media through campaigns. But, like, an actual rebrand, that's, like, the reasoning behind it has to be solid, but it would still be really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I like that. So, I think, you know, we've talked a lot about how, like, graphic design fits into, like, the business world and entrepreneurship and stuff. But we want to have, like, a few more, just, like, kind of lighter questions, I guess. So, for each of you, what what inspires you in your design and art? I mean, (laughs) it's it's kind of heavy, but I guess it's just a change of direction. Uh, I think just like cool things, like I love movies and books and music, art and music. Like literally anything you consume can be inspiring as long as you're searching for things to be inspired by Mm -hmm. and not consuming trash. (laughs) It's true. Make sure you don't consume trash if you want to be a good graphic. Yeah. How do you know if it's trash or not? 
You'll yeah, get a feeling. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to like keep looking, you know, and then and then if getting a lot of feedback helps you like realize what stuff you make is trash and what mm. isn't. And like it's okay if you make trash, but like, it's hard too because <laughs> art and design is like pretty subjective, you know? Yeah. It's what the viewer sees and feels about it. But that's also what's awesome about it. You can make something you love and someone might not like it as much, but I think there is a general scale or like level and it's either like extremely bad or yeah. shouldn't get it somewhere on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. you know? And like if you want a good reference point, if you look at a lot of um, design agencies or like their cool websites mm -hmm. and there's also like, you know, the beginning movie credit scenes where it's like all cool and graphic designed and then it's like cool motion. Anyway, that <laughs> stuff is really awesome to look at. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What has been, and Aspen, you kind of talked about this earlier, but what has been the most fun project you've both worked on? Like, I, not together, but what have each of you loved working on so far? I really love branding and packaging design. That is what I feel super passionate about, just because starting from scratch is, like, really inspiring. So I don't think there's been anything in particular that I think has been my favorite, just because I'm in school and constantly doing a project. But just like learning a lot as you go is fun, even though it can be frustrating at times. And um, I think just like the process has been my favorite part in general, not like a specific project. I like that. I think I, I really like, yeah, it's more of an aspect of design that I really like and not actually like a project that's my favorite, mm -hmm. but I really like the ones where I can get other people's opinions and like, work together with people on something. Mm -hmm. So for example, like when we, we were branding creators and then like, you know, you guys slowly came on and like everyone was like slowly coming onto the creative team. And then we finally got to like talk about the brand voice of creators, like what we actually believe and like care about as a brand that like those conversations were really exciting to me because I got to see like how everyone else was like working together. And then like it creates yeah. a really cool brand in the end and that's really satisfying to me so working with people is my favorite yeah that's awesome I love it. so this is kind of a question for people that like are in startups or they want to start something on their own but what advice do you have people for people in that situation that don't have, have access to you know aspen or a kate or a graphic designer at all <laughs> um when they want to build a brand with nice branding i think they should find an aspen <laughs> <laughs> Because I think a lot of people think they can do graphic design, but it takes a lot of knowledge. And I think if you find it's it's not that hard to find a designer who wants to build their portfolio and mm -hmm. get more work like social media. Like I said before, is a great tool. A lot of graphic designers have pages where they display all their work, basically like a portfolio. And you can just send them an email or a DM and be like, hey, like, would you be willing to join our team? Blah, 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 whatever. So I think you should really outsource that and look for someone yeah. who finds passion in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. I also think, like, even coming to creators, I mean, I'm not, like, plugging for creators. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, like, purposely doing that. <laughs> yeah, but, like, um, that's how I found a lot of my jobs, and it was what inspired me to start saying yes to a lot of weird projects that I didn't think I could do. So I feel like getting into a space where you meet a lot of creative people and then if you plan to like do the branding for your business by yourself because you're just not like ready to trust a designer yet, that's totally chill, you know, but um, 
I feel like asking a lot for feedback would be really good mm -hmm. to help you get your business on track if you're not ready for like hiring a designer yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know like you mentioned um, it's not hard to find graphic designers that want to build their portfolio and stuff. Do you feel like the overall vibe within graphic designers is like like that like just willing to work because i know in like some other industries around building portfolios they like only want to take like big ticket names mm. so that their portfolio looks really impressive but it's really hard as a starting designer though yeah, yeah. you can't really like, do that especially doing freelance work you have to be aware of your limitations and know you're one person and you mm -hmm. probably can't rebrand re a giant corporate company yeah. that would take a massive team. Like, yeah. Nobody's like going to rebrand Apple. Yeah, like that's just not a thing. <laughs> and I think too, graphic designers love the the smaller nitty gritty type jobs where yeah. like you can be an integral part in like the mm -hmm. creation and not just like being told like, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you're involved in yeah. like the building of it. Yeah. So I what I'm hearing, oh. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, going off of that, I think I actually think a lot of graphic designers would really like branding startups, even though they might not realize it just because we're not really exposed to that very much, mm -hmm. um, like just in the program in general. Yeah. It's always about like New York or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think they would really like rebranding startups. So if you just kind of give them a chance to kind of really hear what your business is about. Mm -hmm. I think they could see a lot of potential. And also and make them feel it. like you you value their opinion too. Not like yeah. you're just hiring Using them on. Them. To, yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. they have lots of skills. Wanting They're the all advice. really talented. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm hearing is that graphic designers of the world and by BYU's campus <laughs> should find startups and like offer themselves up and themselves up to And get, startups should Startups yeah. yeah. For sure. There's listen, like listen all you Sandbox, yeah. Seed, and other startup <laughs> teams. You need to go find some graphic designers. I feel like just building that connection is really important. Um, if they're not, if like you're not interested, like if a graphic designer is not interested, like maybe don't try to like convince them. But you know, yeah. if they are, then like yeah, do it. Yeah, I think what I'm trying to get at is like, graphic design is a cr is a really creative thing, and people personally like I know because I'm a more creative person kind of shy away sometimes from big business words like mm -hmm. startup and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. but as Aspen and Kate have said here you don't need to be afraid of it if you're a creative <laughs> person just start plugging yourself into those spaces and there's no need to be I intimidated. I think so too I will say that like <laughs> as a more creative industry graphic designers tend to be more persuaded by like genuine connection and mm -hmm. not like this business mindset like yeah if you cultivate some kind of friendship or like Aspen was saying just about connection in general they'll be way more motivated to help mm -hmm. you out and like want to build a more professional relationship through that like foundation of yeah connection. it's <laughs> like scary to like before a year ago when I didn't know what entrepreneurship or graphic design was, it was totally terrifying to like start working in a business school. Mm -hmm. And I was scared of literally everyone. <laughs> and so when people would start talking about business or entrepreneurship, I would just get embarrassed and like want to run away. <laughs> but then over time, like learning that the people in the business school, especially entrepreneurship, are also creative just in a different mm -hmm. way has been super helpful and very interesting to me. Um, and the more I learn about like the entrepreneurship process, it 
almost becomes like the same thing for me. Mm -hmm. I think like yeah. both sides have a lot to learn like from each other. Yeah, for sure. Benefit from each other a lot. And we're gonna bridge that gap. Yeah, I think just yes, having a are. mixing pot. <laughs> yes. Having a mixing pot like creators is just a benefit to everyone. It really is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been great to talk to you both in here. You know your stories and what you think about graphic design, where it fits into business, and and all of that. Um. So, we like to end our episodes with a big, a big thought-provoking <laughs> question. Oh yeah. So, this is the question for this week. What would you regret? not fully doing, being, or having at the end of your life? <laughs> this is a real hard hitter. This is it a hard is. hitter, and this, this answer is going to sound so stupid, but you should, you should say it one more time so I can pop it <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what would you regret not fully doing, being, or having by the end of your life? Doing, being, or having? Yeah. You pick one. Like, all okay. of them or just one? You can okay. pick one. <laughs> I would regret being kind. I would regret. Huh? You'd regret. <laughs> you want to be mean? No. <laughs> Not being more kind. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that could have been real bad. And I would regret not having more fun. And what was the other one? Not doing, being? Yeah, or having. Having. And I would regret not having more time with friends and family. That's so wholesome. I'm a wholesome guy. Bringing it, bring it, <laughs> it back to basics. I just want to have fun. Aspen, what about you? I think... Oh, this is a hard question. Um, I would regret not fully, like, taking advantage of opportunities or skills that I have. Mm -hmm. And I would regret... Kind of, actually, similar to Kate. I would regret if I was not more kind. You know, because I think... <laughs> It actually does impact your relationships with people, and that's really important, like, personally and also, like, career-wise. Mm -hmm. Being kind and genuine is, like, probably top-tier important for me, I think. And then it makes having, you a happier person, too. Yeah, yeah, it just makes you happy. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then having... I would regret, like, not... Well, having or doing, I guess, the same thing. I would regret not prioritizing my relationships first, because I think... As a designer, you can get really sucked into, like, the design world and, like, your career. But, and that's As really... you can with all yeah. industries. And it's, like, really cool. And, like, if you want that, like, go for it. But, like, I think relationships are much more important to me. So I would regret not prioritizing those. That's so nice. They were, mine was not a business answer. <laughs> I know, no, sorry. It doesn't, it's not about business. I'm just giggling because mine are like mine are so <laughs> so specific. I, I I thought of three this morning. Let's hear them. What are they? But I couldn't narrow it down to one. So my top three are: I want to free dive with sharks. Oh, I'll be awesome. so pissed if I don't do that. Can I come with you? Wait, yeah. that's actually one of mine too. Okay, perfect. Well, I'll go. Because so it's not the most important thing. It's my most important. Yeah. I need to see the Northern Lights, <laughs> and I need to open a animal rescue. Oh, that's, that's wholesome. Cool. See, that is really wholesome. I would You're come sweet. to all of those. You should invite me. Those are my top three must-do before <laughs> I die, or, or my me, life's like, a waste. What are, what are, what's on my bucket list? Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe my answer would have been but, more like yeah, that. That's not what I asked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Cameron, take us home. Okay. What do you have? I... Mm, that's a really good question. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself um, a back. 
I think... Thank you. <laughs> I would regret not being, like, a friend to everyone I meet. Um, and... I'd regret not... I this do, This doesn't, like, fit in necessarily, but kind of. Like, I want to be comfortable enough to wear whatever shoe I want whenever I want to, even <laughs> if they're my special shoes. <laughs> I want every day to be a special occasion. How many so shoes nice. do you have, or how many pairs of shoes? Um, I'm, like, up to, like, 65 or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's very impressive. I respect thank that. Thank you. I'm trying to build it out. Yeah, but you're doing great. Thank you. Awesome. Well, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you, Aspen and Kate, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Um, yeah, make sure to come and check out the Creator Showcase tonight from 3 to 7 in the Wilk. Um, and come yeah. say hi to us in the slab. And come say hi to us in the slab every day for the rest of the semester. 470. 470 Tanner Building. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we will see you next week. Have a good one.